I'm Scott Weatherly. Welcome to 20th Century Geek. Okay, new month, new topic. Uh, same uh, discussion partner, but no longer just Mike Kennedy. Uh, this month I'm talking to former LPW, MPW, uh, Midlands hardcore champion, Mad um, Mike. <laughs> Aye, it's a blast from the past. Yeah. <clears throat> Undefeated in certain with certain titles still, BHW Mid Counties champion. Well, it's British it's, Ironman champion. It's easy. It's easy to be undefeated when you're the booker. <laughs> I wasn't the booker. I wasn't <laughs> the booker for BHW. Come on. No, that's fair. Uh, Didn't I beat you in that match in BHW? You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for the th- three-way. Yeah, for the, for the uh, counties championship. Mm. <clears throat> so th- this month um, we're going to be talking about a specific decade, nineties mm. uh, wrestling. Uh, but before we get to that. I and Mike and myself, we want to sort of go through. We've got some experience in this area, um, oh, as have. I said. Mike, former half a star, half a Mad star. Mike, Aye. and uh, myself as uh, John Bull. Ah, that's um, right. We just still call you Bull nowadays. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, and my so kids call you Uncle Bull. It is. So it's it's yeah, it's hung around. It's it's it's. it's, it's I was actually looking back over some photos, mm. um, just the day. I've tweeted a couple. Uh, of me in in lycra, sorry. <laughs> um, Never put a big guy in lycra, except for in wrestling. Exactly, that's it's the only a, yeah. way it works. It's uh, I complain about middle-aged men in lycra cycling, but really I can't because no, I was no. a large, overweight twenty-something in lycra yep. dancing around a ring. So I've been there, I've done that. Um, yep. But before we get into nineties wrestling, Mike, give me. Give me your background and like, how did you get into wrestling? I started off in Butlins. Um, I remember I was working in Butlins, and they used to they used to give you uh, seventy five. Uh, no, it wasn't seventy five. It was sixty five pound a week at the time. And the reason you went to Butlins is because you got your equity card. What year? <laughs> oh, last year. It's not like it was last year. Yeah. Early two thousands. Uh, it was. It was. It was before that. It was before that. It was. Um, Gosh, early nineties. Early nineties. Very early nineties. Possibly, yeah, it was very early nineties. Mm. And, and you, so you get your equity card, and then you can go on and do better gigs. Mm-hmm. And they used to, to give you sixty-five quid, put you up in a converted toilet block, and then um, took fifty-five pound of that out for rent. <laughs> so you only had a tenner. And then you used to have the rest of the organisations used to come in, and uh, once a week they used to come in. And they used to do the typical, you know, heel face, heel mm. face matches, and then lose, lose, and then they do a tag team match with the two faces versus the two heels, and then the faces would win. Yay! Then the heels would say to us, "Right, well, it's the red coats, you know, you're the people that made us lose, so we want to wrestle you, you know, because we're the referees and everything." So, you used to get paid ten pound extra if you got into the ring with um, with the wrestlers. They used to give you ten pound extra. So ten pound to. Get, get the shit kicked out of you, basically. Oh, okay. I was going to say, they didn't. They didn't hold back. <coughs> they lamped right. you. They absolutely. So, lamped what you. promotions was? Because I'm, to- I'm, I'm thinking. I know the NWA. Um, I think this was Dixon's. I'm sure this was. Uh, I'm sure it was Dixon's promotions yeah. to come in and do it. Because they were some old school guys. They were, and then they were, you know, and they were, they looked like wrestlers, uh, which was the whole point, you know. But they yeah, were very yeah. gracious about. It. I mean, they kicked the crap out of you, but they, um, they totally. Um, 
they're totally respectful. Mm. You know, afterwards they shook hands and said, oh, well done, thank you very much for that. It's great, you know. <clears throat> when you do it every week, and, and I had no training. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. No training whatsoever. And then, uh, and so that was my first introduction into wrestling. It's kind of like learning as you go, learning how to run the ropes. Mm. Um, learning how to... Well, I didn't have to learn how to fall, fall down because if I didn't, they'd hit me again. <laughs> yeah. I kind of figured if you if you spend a lot of time on the mat, then they didn't they didn't hit you as much. Yes. I kind of figured yeah. that pretty early. Whereas the person I was tagging with, uh, which is a guy called Carl, um, he came. To, he said to me, "So I'm going to show these people. I'm going to get up all the time." And uh, and every time you got, idiot, got knocked then. down, he was a dick. <laughs> yeah, just just a bit. Yeah. So that was my introduction into wrestling, and then I went on from there. Really. Mm. So when did you, so really, I mean, the thing I should say is, Mike and I met through wrestling. Did yes, we met through yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Um, we uh, met in a promotion uh, based out of Coventry uh, called uh, Midlands Midlands uh, Professional Mid- Wrestling. Yeah, MPW mm-hmm. um, in the NT Seven Centre. Uh, eighty seven. Eight, sorry, the eighty seven. That's it. The eighty seven Centre training every Sunday. Uh, met Mike, and so how did you how did you get involved with the with MPW then? Because it was um, early days, even when I started, really. Yeah, MPW. I, I, I moved to Leicester. And uh, prior to that, I was involved with uh, s- some things to do with some um, independent promotions. And I did some stuff with FWA and with Ulf Herman and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dino Scarlo and, uh, and people like that down, down that way. And I did some work for the Wrestling Observer, which is kind of strange because the the girl I was dating at the time who lived in Watford, her brother-in-law was in charge of the UK subscription of the Wrestling Observer. Oh, okay. And that was my in with FWA. Mm. So I just did some stuff for them and got the shit kicked out of me left, right and centre by... Bit of a theme. Mainly by, <laughs> mainly by Ulf. Yeah. And then um, when I moved to Leicester, I kind of Googled promotions and I came out NBW yeah. in uh, Nottingham, uh, Jerry Norton's promotion. Uh, Hammerlock came up. On uh, MPW. So I contacted, um, I think, I think it was Psycho Steve. Mm. I said to him, you know, I've done a bit of dabbled here and there with it and everything else, but I'd really like to train and, and learn a bit more. And he says, well, come and, come and see us. And we were in Cowden. They were doing the Cowden uh, um, yeah. training then. And they said, come see us in Cowden and uh, look for the... Uh, Look for the, the the one that looks like a, a poison dwarf out of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I was like, all right, then I will. And so I went there, met them, and then caught the bug from there. And then yeah. just trained with MPW, and then trained to be a trainer with Hammerlock, and um, and then went on from oh, yeah. And the rest is kind of history, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Sorted history. Just, just grew and grew and grew from there. Yeah, it, it's, it's, so it did got it got massive and big and unwieldy. And yeah, and and sort of like, I mean, know. MPW actually hit a stride at one point. For a time, that we were we were a, a very popular promotion. I when I was when I took when I took over the booking, yeah, there yeah. There, there, there was a pattern. Yeah, yeah, because you know I came from a theatrical background, and no disrespect to Magic or Steve, they didn't, mm. and uh, and they were great in their own right. They were great they workers, were really good workers. And you knew, yeah. I mean, even to this day, I'm sure Magic and Steve are fantastic guys. To you know, great workers. But they didn't on the on the creativity side, you know. They're, they're, and they brought me in to do the booking. I gave them a few ideas, princi- principally at first, and they brought me in to do the booking. And that's when I could start running storylines on shows yeah, yeah. And, and start sort of like working with people's characters. And a lot of people didn't get some of the storylines I was coming up with for people, but then they got it in the end, sort of thing. They understood yeah. the end goal. Well, I think I think that was a consistency. It was. There was. I think there was a 
we'll get on to well I'll, I'll cover that because mm. I I experienced that and I think you and I you and I had a few moments where I was just like I, d- I don't get this and we we you know we'd clash where we'll be like I don't I think we, get we had, this we had one argument in the entire time we was together yeah yeah like yeah one um, proper one one proper argument and that was it but we you, you but you 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 I think I think you vocalized quite well you kind of said you know you you sort of like oh well I, that doesn't make any sense to me mm. and then I'd explain it to you or I'd say or I'd say the famous words just trust me yeah yeah and I did and that was the thing I mean I think to explain where I came from I I no one cares no that's right I don't. No, I'm still no going to no tell them I'm still going to tell them um, I I I'd always played contact sports from young age. I played rugby as a kid, mm. and I was always a big kid, so I was so good did, at it. Did you have a lot of contact when you was a kid? I was uh, with lots of people. Where was your contact? <laughs> you just pointed out. Point on the doll. <laughs> point on the doll. <laughs> <laughs> point, point on this wrestling figure where yeah, they touched where, you. Where they touched you. Well, I think I probably touched you more places <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. than anyone else. Sh- show me on this Mick Foley figure where they touched you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I played rugby, and then uh, throughout school, I represented Coventry under uh, under fourteens, and played for my school, and then went to university, and I played American football hmm. for three years. Really, I loved it; it was great. I, I went in daft, thinking I get to wear a helmet and pads; it can't be that bad, and it was great, but it hurt like balls. Came out of university, and I tried to carry on playing American football, but it was very expensive because you had to rent the kit like the helmet the pads and all that kind of stuff and I just couldn't afford it and actually it was a friend of mine who said oh I think there's actually a wrestling you're not wrestling don't you there's a wrestling school in Coventry mm. and at that point it was being training was being done out of um, the the dojo thing behind the what is now a wing wah yeah, restaurant it was counted, that was counted, counted, yeah. yeah out of that um, and I contacted I actually contacted Steve as well actually. I, I, I rang Steve found his number and he said oh no we've moved we've moved the 87 now and uh, like I said, I went along not knowing like anything. Like I was a proper um, novice, like complete naive. Greener than green. I was seriously, um, and I knew it was all. I knew, I knew it was you know the whole thing was a, a work, and I got that. That wasn't a thing. But going in, and there was like the coconut mats, the blue coconut mats on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, um, I remember Magic took me aside, and the first as soon as I got there, I went in. I said, "Oh, you want to do this?" And looked at me, and was like, "Ooh." You're big. <laughs> Took me aside and was like, right, just watch this for the first few minutes. Mm. And it was um, Jekyll, um, Leon Lionheart. Okay. And um, oh, was it? Um, Nero. Oh, okay. So we're, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, well, fantastic. Yeah. And he, says, he got those three together and then he says, right, I just want to show, you know, I just want to show Scott, I want to show Scott just a couple of things so he knows what to expect. Mm. And he was like, back bump, front bump, side bump, flip. And they did it, like bang, 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 bang. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Jekyll out of all of them. Jekyll was, big, the, was the bigger, the bigger, was the bigger guy. guy. Not a, as big as he became, but still a big yeah, guy. Yeah, and a great, but, great worker. God damn it, he yeah, could bump. He like, could bump. snap, snap, totally, snap, yeah, I mean, snap. And I was just like, oh, okay, all right, I'll give it a go, I'll give it a go. The fear, and I, I will, and I, right, I will say this out now. When you're stood there, it's the first time I'm ever going to, and I knew Coconut Matt, they're, quite, they're not soft as they might look. Mm. The first time you do a bump, and you're going to they're like, throw your legs up. Your feet should be where your head is. You're going to land on your shoulders. And yeah. with complete confidence, they're really? telling you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> all right. And you just land on your ass, and you're yeah. just like, I'm a dick, because this yeah, is terrible. Yeah. That for, I got it eventually, and I was never the best. I'm never a bump monkey, I'll admit no, that. No, no, you're not. <clears throat> but I could get a snap back bump and a snap front bump. Yeah. Or something. But they, th- that was it. Like It was a proper school. 
Mm. Oh yeah, we we train we train hard. I mean, was I training? That, yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you were. You started training sort of element of it about a month or so into when I was been there. Oh, been okay. A couple of weeks when uh, you and I started to talk about things and that sort of thing. Sweet. May I give you your first match? You did well. Actually, <clears throat> it's interesting because I had the, I have two experiences that I um. I'm interested in your first. What was your actually before we get to what was your first MPW match? Do you remember? Um, yeah, it was again. It was I was tagging with um, Jekyll against Chris Charisma and Bob he was Foster. a great Chris Charisma, a great worker. Oh, great he worker! Was. I had some great matches for Chris. Because <clears throat> I love watching his matches. One of the yeah, a good worker, but a great gimmick as well. Like <sighs> I debuted for MPW at um, Telford. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Telford, I don't think it was uh, some school hall at Telford. There yeah. wasn't many people there. And uh, um, it was good fun. It was just a tag team match. And it just like it was just the first time of introducing the character. And it was great to work with Jekyll. Mm. I mean, that was, that was to me that, at the time. Because prior to that, I was managing him, of course. Because you, you forget, I was Aaron Richard Smythe uh, yeah, Esquire yeah, yeah. prior to that. Yeah. I, mean, I was the most hated <clears throat> manager in the country at one stage. You know. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. I was I was working up and down the country with Aaron Schuss Smythe, not just for MPW, for lots of people. And uh, I think that um, I think that uh, yeah, that that was my first, that was my debut match. Mm. Was uh, I was on a tag team. I still got photos to this day of that de- that debut match. Great fun. Yeah, hurt, I think, hurt uh, like a bitch. It, yeah. Well, despite being a great worker, Jekyll was stiff as balls. I mean, like he his chops. He, his I think he was he was on my team. I'm sure he was. I I'm he still was my, he probably still chops you. To be fair, <laughs> he probably or, just probably ran did. around the ring, chopping everybody. Oh, he was great. I mean, it was it was great. I mean, he was. I mean, Jekyll was. Um, the good thing about Jekyll was the fact that he he was quite <clears> working <throat> with him as his, I was his manager for a while. If you yeah, remember, yeah. I was his voice when I first started with MPW, and uh, working with him as a manager was great. And then sort of like working alongside him for my debut match was just like brilliant. Who mm. who better I could have worked with, you know? So it was really good. I had, I had nothing but respect for him, really. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because. My first match, my first match, isn't with you at MPW. My really? First, yeah, my first match oh, wow. is actually against Jekyll. And it was at the Nuneaton Carnival. And it, oh. and it had a storyline because at that point, I didn't have a kit. Nuneaton Carnival? Or was it Holbrook? No, Carnival? Holbrook's Carnival. Yeah. Like Coventry Holbrook's Carnival. So I, yeah, I, yeah. LPW, though. Didn't yes. Um, and I was, at that point, I didn't have a kit because mm. I had, I didn't have, I had. Um, I had I bought boots by the point and I had knee pads, but I was wearing cut off jeans and a t shirt, and it was like it was almost like that rule of like I'm wearing a wrestling kit, but not a wrestling. I looked like a like a, a something handed a fat, off fat raven. I, but seriously, <laughs> yeah. I did. I looked like some sort of cast off from ECW's reject bin. I was yeah, like yeah, an yeah. ECW raggy doll. Um, but the match was I was a representative of Thor Enforcement. Oh, God. Yes, I forgot you were in Thor Enforcement before you wrestled, weren't you? Yes, so that was my... I was Enforcer So you've, you attacked me before. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's yeah. what it worked up to. And my stupid storyline. Yeah. That was like... So that was my first experience in the ring. Yeah, yeah. And then I had my first match at the Holbrook's Carnival. Yeah. Which was good, and it was against Jekyll. And I remember... Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was coincidence. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And uh, I remember being told what I was going to do the week before. And I remember spending the entire week. Literally, I had a notepad, and Jekyll and I'd worked through, and I was writing. I was writing like spots yeah, down, yeah. and I turned up with this list of spots. And I actually remember having it in front of me, and Jekyll was just like, "No, <laughs> 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 no." 
we don't yeah. do that. No. We'll discuss it. We'll, we'll talk, talk it through. It. It. And he was really like, he was good with me, but he was that sort of like moment where he was just like, no, <laughs> you've overthought this. Just learn was to I, work. Was with I, it. Learn to was work. Was I Mad Mike then, or was I managing? You did Smythe that day, actually. Did I? Mm-hmm. Was that the one when Jekyll's foot was on the rope and and JJ didn't see it and then counted yeah. him out? Yeah. Oh man, that was a hell of a yeah. show. Jekyll was pissed that day. Yeah. Yeah. It was good though. It was great, and that's when that led to me and you. And our mm. first match, and that was when you took over. And, and my first, I've still got well, my, friends, friends and family. It was well, we did a couple of friends and families and stuff. First. The one where you punched me in the back of the head yes. so hard, yes, so hard, <laughs> big potato. No, I've never forgotten. Like a, no, you know, it's no, just like, weirdly, strange, punch, strange punch, that. Yeah, weirdly, a, a punch to your head, and you can, you know, you seem to remember it. Yeah, it's like an anti concussion. It's really weird that one was. Um, but yeah, you and I did had, we, didn't we do a friend and some family show where we did hulking up the ultimate warrior? Um, yes, that, that came a lot later. That came, late. that came a lot later. That was that fun. That came with confidence. Things like that came with confidence. Okay. Um, that wasn't the same show. No, no I remember no, you no. hit me on the head and I said, you, go home or something. Yeah. Just, yeah, just, just go home. Wind it up, wind it up. Now, you and I let, worked up to a uh, like a no-holds-barred Falls Count Anywhere match. You broke my neck. That's right. Well, like, no, not literally. Let's no, just clarify no, 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 this no, no. for people listening. I didn't actually, kayfabe. Yeah, kayfabe. <laughs> Um, we'll get onto that as well later. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, but that was the point of the match, just to, just to break me in. But you, we, it was... Because um, I wrote the storyline. I wanted time out of the wrestling ring, didn't I? And yeah. So I wrote the storyline and said to you... It was in a show called March Madness. And it yeah. was videoed oh, by... Oh, no, 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 no. I wasn't. I didn't wrestle March Madness. Was it the one before no. then? It was way before March Madness. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I took about... I took literally about four four months off. Oh, okay. Like and I just literally worked behind the scenes and mm. did, the, did the booking and everything else. And uh, and organised all the guys, and uh, and I said to you, I was wrestling someone. I can't remember who it was. It could have been Thor. Mm. Possibly you came out and you put a chair on my neck, mm-hmm. and you jumped on the chair and broke my neck <laughs> yeah, yeah. allegedly. Yeah. And then I had to be carried out, and off I went. And then uh, I just want to say though, like say when you watch WWE yeah. or any actually any sport, and you see a head injury or a neck injury, or something, the first thing is like, don't move them. Yeah. Get the neck brace on, yeah, get yeah. them on a board, but you don't move them. It's not the MVW we, way. <laughs> we broke your neck, right? Left you in the ring, and the referees dragged you out, and then literally like carried you out, screaming, "He's broken his neck!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I we're making what, it worse. <laughs> see, I seem to remember that you broke my neck on the on the Titan Tron esque type thing. That's why. I no, thought no, you no, it was, no, it was. Um, no, it wasn't. It was in the ring. It was in the yeah, ring. Yeah, it was definitely in the ring. Oh, okay. There we are. Oh, I'm sorry, sure I've been it. punched in the back of the head since then, yeah. so I can't remember. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was some fantastic matches, but it did lead up to us having a no-DQ match. The Iron Man. Uh, the Iron Man Road match. Road Glory. Yeah, yeah, but it had... The match... still, I still have. Do you? I have it, I, I, I have I'd it love to my... see some of these, because was, I was very young and, 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 you know, way more rotund than I am now. But it got your character but... across. Oh, it did, it worked. The whole, the whole thing about breaking my neck. Was to build you as a heel. Oh yeah, no, I was because I, I was I was an uber face. Yeah, you were you were really over. But I um <clears throat> there was that match that you and I had there the the, the no DQ match the Iron Man match. Mm. Um, the things I remember about it are I there was a girl called Penny at the time that I was trying to sort of like had you know she shows some interest in me and I shows some interest in her. Oh, yeah, I got from your work. Yeah, yeah and I, I basically said yeah. I said I was like. Come along and see. And bring, you know, she brought one of this girl, other girl, Kim, sort of brought her along because knew through, through friends. Mm. And I never heard from her again after that. 
<laughs> just killed it. <laughs> wow. I killed your I killed your yeah, Mojo. Yeah, that awesome. really killed that. Um My grandparents also came to see that, my first wrestling match. Oh really? Yeah. And uh, uh made my nan cry. <laughs> That's why she wanted to be in the Morgan Wines picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Um but also the other thing I remember is the match before it was a contract and a pole contract match. and a pole match. So when we started Fan our Loyal match, versus Jetta? I think so, yeah. Mm. Yes it was, definitely. So when we start our match, there's a there's a big metal pole s- strapped oh, to the side on. of the ring. I think it was Rhyme versus Rhyme was the match before that. Rhyme versus Reason. Uh, yeah, Rhyme versus Reason, mm-hmm. and then a fanboy Jetta and fanboy were the, was before that one. Yes, yeah, so we'd been there a while. So we'd been there a while. The and Rhyme you... versus Rhyme match was just insane. It's like yeah, yeah. they're two people wearing exactly the same costume. Wrestling they were each good other. guys. They were they're really good workers. Nice guys, but I mean, they, 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 no one, the audience didn't get it. It's like which one is which? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, Rhyme and Reason. Who won? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I remember you just taking down that pole, and yeah, and I remember just I remember you had it, and me just in my head, I can still picture you like getting it. I'm just going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was some. I was watching that back the other day. There was it was a great, it was one of my favorite matches actually. If I had to put them at top five matches I've ever had mm. in as Mad Mike, that that would be there, and um, some really good spots in it. There was great spots in it, and, and everything, and we we worked nothing out. No, we? we just went. We're just going to go out there. You take, you take two. You take the early two. Yeah, I take three. Jobs yeah, again. and then we um, and then the the even my entrance. I came down to the entrance, and I forgot to run. So then I went backstage, and then I ran out, <laughs> and I thought because I walked around the ring, and I thought I haven't run down. I am running. What have I done? I'm not running down. So I just walked back out again. And I thought, I didn't know what I was doing. It looks yeah. shit. But, you know, it's just like one of those But it fit things. the character. It fitted the character, yeah. At the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And you three, I remember I did my knee in, in on the you first did? move. Yeah, first, first, I got you outside the ring. I jumped on you and yeah. did my knee. And I limped off the other side of the ring. And I just I banged my knee with yeah. something, like a pen or something like yeah. that to get my knee working again. But, Which, um. The phone spot. I was, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. The phone spot works like a. Like a dr- that was a real phone, wasn't it? It was. It was, um, it was uh, UKFF's um, right. hat guy or something, right. wasn't it? Yeah. It was his phone. Yeah. And um, yeah, just a random spot. <laughs> Hello, it's for you. We should put this on something. We should put the um, match up on something. Oh, if we can get it on Facebook, it'd be great to have it on Facebook. That'd be grand. We'll I, try I've, and got, do that. I've got a copy. I'll stick a copy okay. into the disc for you. Before we'll you do go. it and we'll get it on Facebook because mm. it'll be amazing. But th- I mean, that was where our friendship started. Yeah. That that yeah, I think I'd much. actually even say us building to those matches that sort of thing that early that sort of thing and um, one of the things I think I learned from you I don't know if I've said this but one of the things I learned from you is I I wasn't and I never I wasn't the greatest worker I was never going to be the rock I was never going to be Hogan you know I was never the like mm. a, a particularly fast worker I was never a particularly tight uh, wrestler you know. Mm. Um, so it was always going to be about my character. Like I, I had to get over as a character and as a mean, horrible uh, heel. Yeah. And it was that. It was. It was. It was all about the character. And that's what I learned from you. It was about like, look, the moment you exit that through the curtain and go out there, you've got between that curtain and that ring to sell the crap out of your character. Mm. Like, you know, I remember you telling me like, just find someone in the crowd, find anyone, the most vocal person. And just pick a fight with them, like just divert, have some verbal sparring, because everyone will back them yeah. against you, and you that all of a sudden you become the, you know, you become the the heel straight away. See, I know what I was talking about. You did. No, no, no. It, was, it made perfect sense. I mean, <clears throat> um, 
it, it, it worked. And I said that was it. And we went off and MPW splintered a little bit and became LPW. Mm. And LPW, in its heyday, mm. was was yours. I mean, tell me more about your thinking behind LPW. It changed from a, in a creative standpoint, didn't it? I, mean, I think that um, I think that, that there was there was a few. So just want to say, LPW became Leicester Professional Wrestling. Le- Le- Leicester Pro Wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it was it was a case of like I I wanted a promotion myself because I was getting it was getting a bit stifling because there was you know we had, we had Magic we had Psycho Steve. There was a board of directors, you know, that we mm. had behind the scenes, and we meet up, and we, and there'd be disagreements in regards to the way forward, and we didn't seem to be want to go in, want to be going forward, and um, it just wasn't it just wasn't feeling right anymore. And I thought, well, if I do my own shit, then that, that's that's going to be the best way of doing it. Mm. So I thought about it, and I thought, well, that I was doing some stuff outside of MPW anyway for different people and different promotions, and uh, getting. The Mad Mike character was was over, not just in MP Dub. It was over in lots of different, mm. different promotions as well. I was doing stuff up in Hull for like Urban Warrior. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was doing uh, Gang of Four, and I was doing All Star, and I was so I was doing lots of shows mm. up and down the country. And I kind of thought that it it's good just uh, just to have a a promotion where I have complete autonomy on. And um, an LPW was born from that. I, I did a show. Um, I. I think Magic and Psycho uh, made uh, let me run the Seiston venue as an LPW show for one show, and that was hugely successful. So you was that the first LPW Seiston? Si- Seiston, the first LPW show was Seiston. It was uh, the me, um, me versus Chris Stone in a. Uh, any uh, no no disqualification. <laughs> you, let's be honest. You you and Stoney never had an, a match other than. No, we did. We did. We had a uh, we we had a conventional. We've had conventional matches, one or two, but generally, me and Stoney worked best. As me and Stoney no could work each other. We were just two people yeah. that were, could work. Where me and Stoney basically worked matches where we kicked the crap out mm. of each other. As another example of of you know letting you know because I job to anyone at the end of the day. You know, there's there's a lot of misconceptions there, and I used to, because I was the booker, I used to book myself to go over and win. Mm-hmm. Not what, the case. what they I, like to refer to as the Hogan effect. Yeah, <laughs> but they, when you think about it, I lost more or less seventy five percent of my matches. I lost by, oh, yeah, by putting yeah, people not, over, and, yeah. and, and you know, and I didn't give myself the title hardly ever. I didn't even give myself the LPW title until about three years into the promotion. No. I I was the first. You was the first. LPW I was the first champion. LPW champion. And it was at that show. That was the first LPW show, and I was in Seiston. Same yes. show. Yes. Same show. Yeah. And um, and that was then that was very successful. So I decided to do more of them, and, and also do MPW and do LPW, and and then uh, had a falling out um, with uh, uh, well, Magic left MPW mm. anyway, mm-hmm. and it was just me, Psycho Steve, and the board of directors. I think I had a disagreement with uh, Steve at the time or something happened with Steve at the time and some accusations started flying mm. so I got the hell out of Dodge and well that's fine you don't want to be with me I'm just going to go and do my own shit yeah. and um, pretty much more or less 90% of the MPW guys knew that came with you Yeah, knew the reason that MPW was successful was you know, mm. because of the creativity mm. that I was giving into it, which was which, which I like to think that was the case, and then they came, they came across the LPW, mm. and then LPW just exploded, doing all over the place, five, five shows a week at the one stage. I was going to say, I was actually, I was, I was, um, 
was reminding Alex about this. I mean, before I met, I met Alex like eight years ago, so it was, it was just just before that. Maybe even around then actually, mm. when I was with Alex. I remember us doing um, regularly, week in, week out, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. Yeah. yeah. Like week in, week out. I mean, there must have been at least, a, there must have been a year, maybe longer, when most, or probably almost every weekend we were doing three shows. And I never made a penny out of it. Not one, no, no. one yeah, solitary yeah. penny did I make out of, out of LPW. Yeah. Uh, Which no, is ironic. When no, you yeah, know, it was. I mean, it? it was. It was a huge success. I mean, we had. I think. I think there was an element of oversaturation as well at times. Mm. But we had. We had venues that were hot. Yeah. And venues um, that were not. And venues that were. <laughs> yeah, venues that were just not. Woof. Yeah. Really Sizeton was a good one. Sizeton was great. regularly yeah. pretty full. We had some regulars there. Lee Hall. Lee Hall was good. Shard End was excellent. Shard End was a really good one. Um, was that MPW or was that LPW? No, it was LPW. No, LPW. I took over. On the A45? Yeah, Shard End. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That way, yeah. Holly, what was it called? Ivy, the Ivy Leaf. Ivy Leaf, yeah. Ivy oh, Leaf. Was... Oh, well, no, no. Ivy Leaf, no, no. Ivy Leaf was somewhere M- else. Ivy Leaf was MPW, wasn't it? No, well, I took over. I took over. Yeah, I took yeah. over. I took over. Ivy Leaf, Shard End, Lee Hall. Mm. Um, I, think, I think Lee Hall was a new one. I think that was mm. just an LPW one. Um, the... Gosh, what was that one called? Um, um, oh, the small, the the one with the small ceiling. Minworth. Minworth. Yeah, Minworth. Minworth. This was there was a couple of venues where we were just. It sounds it sounds dumb. We were never we were never like Madison Square Garden. No, Shard End was pretty close though. Shard, yeah, Shard End was good. Packed. We got some. I mean, I remember the matches I had there. Some of my best matches. Some of my favourite matches were at, were at the Ivy Leaf. Were um, uh, me and. Um, Scotty Grimm versus the UKPs, UK Pitbulls. It was me. Was it you? It was me, UKPs yeah. against Scott Grimm, John Bull and Gabriel Gray. That's right. You, yeah. uh, the na- nation. Of, we were the first nation part of, of domination. No, we no, were the nation uh, we, of uh, damn damnation. Damnation. The, we were the, the damnation, yeah. and then Gabriel Gray went off and, and used it very successfully in other promotions. But we were the icons of dominance. Me yeah. and Scotty Grimm. I I'm saying I don't see Scotty Grimm anymore. Uh, at all, you know, but what a guy! Fantastic guy, really good guy. Yeah, it doesn't matter uh, if he was gay. <laughs> doesn't? No, you're right. It doesn't. The, no, fact, it doesn't the fact he isn't, no, and the he's fact. now the fact he's now with someone and got a kid. Besides yeah, but, the point, but, but, but gay men can adopt. You know, that's, that's what it is. Um, all right, Mr. Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but like. Big guy, but what a worker! Could like bump mm. like like the, with the best of them. An amazing worker. Really enjoyed Great working guy. with him. Really enjoyed working intensity. With him. Intensity. He had a, he had, a, he had an intensity that he could switch on. But they're not when you got him backstage. Softest. So quiet. So softest guy. Spoken. Seriously nice guy. And when he's running him. running down the down the path in the woods, he falls like a sack of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still got yeah. that footage to this day. As Bad, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, but uh, you, no, 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 what was I say? But like th- those were the matches I loved. It's like Shalom, mm. when you got that reaction. But the best reaction, and I'm going to talk about this match because it's really important to me, was at Lee Hall. Because mm. that Lee Hall venue was awesome. Like we, If we got a good crowd there, we got a great crowd. I broke my back at Lee Hall. You did. Yeah. Uh, your own stupid fault. And I finished the match. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> um, and I wrestled the next it had a, But it had a big stage. You yeah. came out the curtain. You could do stuff. And I don't know if you remembered it, but it was me and Scotty Grimm versus Chav Nation. Is that the one with the window? Chav Nation. Y- yes, <laughs> but it was, yeah. it was the Chav Nation was uh, Scott uh, Chris Stone, yeah, uh, gangster, gangster, and, and Remy. Remy, 
I weirdest love, name. Love him. But love great, him. Yeah, but, that's, a, that's a great match. Yeah, for Remy. Uh, it was, but it was a TLC match. Tables, ladders, yeah. and chairs. And we'd, we'd run this... We'd, it, was, it, was, it was a legit feud. Mm. Like, we interfered with each other's matches. We kidnapped each we, other. We, got, we, got, we did all we kinds got, of shit. We almost got beat up in, in, in Shard Ends, didn't we? Remember yes, we, we filmed did. In, the police almost got... We filmed, so we filmed in this... For those... They, they obviously don't know who's listening, but... We're filming this video that we're going to air as part of the DVDs we're making for LPW. And we've still got this footage to this day. And uh, basically it's Gangster. Is it Gangster? It was Gangster, yeah. yeah. Gangster arrives at the venue in Chardin. He gets attacked by John Bull and Scott Grimm. They bundle him into the back of a car <laughs> and off they drive. And I'm filming this with my handheld cam. And then also this this Chardin sort of like inbred come up to me and sort of what's going on mate what's going on yeah he just kidnapped my boy he just kidnapped I'm gonna call the police you stay there or smash your face in you stay there smash your face because he's I did, he talk like talk yeah, yeah. more brummy but still <laughs> and I'm like dude it, I'm filming something it's for it's for a program you know it's for a wrestling show that we're doing here yeah yeah how do I know that the camera in my hand is probably an indication <laughs> and a clue you're I'll kick your face in if you don't stand there I'm gonna call the police and everything I'm thinking oh, okay. So we almost got arrested for yeah, that. Yeah. The police did come, didn't they? They did. They did. they did. They turned up and they were, they were like, what's happened? And yeah. we'd got back by that point and they were just like, all right, and, and left. Yeah, well, they, they, clearly they, got... they checked with the venue to make sure we were legit. Yeah, that we were yeah. actually, you know. But in Lee Hall, they probably had more important things to be yeah. doing. But there was a McDonald's. I think the thing we did, mm. when we drove mm. off, uh, I was driving my car, which was a, a T-Reg Vauxhall Vectra with John Bull in 3D yeah, uh, never, silver letters on the back. That, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. I loved that car. Um, but it was we bundled um, uh, to start the thing. We bundled gangster into the boot. Yep. But when we went to the corner, we got him out and put him in the back seat. And he was we had tape and stuff on his face and stuff. And we went through this. We went through the drive-through in kit. I mean, I'm still wearing my I'm wearing my icon of dominance t-shirt as is Scotty Grimm. <coughs> with all that, we had like say the black t-shirts, big silver skull on it with IOD, and then mine had ball on the back and and, and Scotty Grimm had Grimm on the back with sleeves torn off. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and we're both big guys, and gangsters sat in the back, dressed like a chav, like proper, like Burberry cap and yeah, shelter yeah. jacket and stuff. And we go through the drive-through, and we ordered a McDonald's each, and then like Scotty Grimm turns to gangster and says, "What do you want?" And gangster leans forward, all tied up, and says, "I'll have a cheeseburger, please." Scotty Grimm turns and punches him and says, "You get nothing," and starts hitting him, <laughs> and this woman's like. Would you like fries with that? <laughs> was it Lee Hall as well when they, 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 the the crowd come out and try to lynch you and attack in your car? No, that was... Oh, no, was it Lee Hall? I think it was It Lee was Hall. Lee Hall. We had yeah, to drive yeah. off. You had to drive yes. off because yeah, they, yeah. they were coming out. We were, we were over as heels. Yeah, like, totally. I big mean, time. Everyone believed the product and that's the thing. You know? It was everyone bizarre believed. how over we were as baddies. It was crazy. But that TLC match was awesome. I loved that TLC mm. match. It, was, it really worked. So um, have we got that on tape? We must have that on tape. I've got it on tape somewhere. I've still yeah. got it on tape, yeah. And um, to the extent, though, that guys from the back, they heard how the crowd reaction and they mm. came out to watch. And I think it's one of my proudest moments that that match was what it was. It was so good. It's a bit like mine and Stoney's uh, sort of like Anything Goes match, the first yes. LPW show. Everyone used to come out and watch a, St- a Mad Mike Chris Stone match. Because you didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Like, you didn't know what injuries. Crazy ass shit we was going to do, you know. So... Before we move on to we'll move on from our wrestling history. So I just want to establish it's a shame. it. Shame. This is fun. It is, and we probably yeah. will. We could talk more about it, but I mean, well, let's just let's ask a question then. For all mm. the matches we did, and off the top of your head, and this is no what, me, disrespect. me against you. No, 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 no. Well, it could be, but no. Let's just do it this this way. No disrespect to anyone, because this is not saying that anyone's a bad worker or we didn't like working them. But the 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 
five people you really enjoyed working with. Um, okay. Well, not just MPW Open, but just across the board. Who were the five people you enjoyed working with? Uh, and I'm sure that me and you will have some crossover on well, this. I, well, I, I, I worked Eddie. Yeah, I'm, I was thinking more. Comes. I was thinking more indie level oh, okay. rather than oh, okay. than than you know yeah, yeah. WWE Hall of Famers. Um, okay, well, um, on 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 the more sort of like UK scene. Um, yeah, let's do that. UK scene guys that you enjoyed working with was Stony. Yeah, obviously. Without a shadow of Chris Charisma. Yes, completely understand that. Uh, yourself. Yeah, we all had good fun. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed uh, working here. That was a. Uh, I always knew it was going to hurt. Mm-hmm. I always knew that we weren't going to we weren't going to hold back. Always going to hurt. Can I just point out there's a dent in my shin, which I'm now showing. It's on one of my legs. Where in one of our last matches, yeah, you leg dropped me like straight onto my leg after the match. After the match. <laughs> that's 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 three. I'm trying to think. Yeah. So Chris Charisma. Oh, oh Aphrodite. Okay, yeah, yeah. She was Loved a great worker. working Aphrodite. I mean, yeah. me and Vicky, we beat the shit out of each other. Mm. We busted each other open on several occasions. You know, she was a, and she is. I hope she's still working. I don't know. I'm, I've lost contact with Vicky, but she was a great worker. Yeah, she really was. And, and Held got, her own she, so well. Yeah, she got a lot of criticism, but man, could she work? Yeah, she was a she was a good worker. And I got to say, even though I've only ever worked in once, one match that I really enjoyed working was Myatt. <laughs> I was going to say Keith Meyer, hmm. um, who, and this is something I went when I did my research for nineties wrestling. The thing I was thinking about was the explosion of the eight of, of WWE or WWF as it were then in the eighties and stuff, and and the you know the brand being so big and bombastic and stuff. And what we had over here, world of sport. Hmm. But Keith Meyer is a world of sport boy. I mean, he was younger like then. I mean, you know, he's 88, 89. Hmm. but he's a former. Um, but uh, world of sport guy. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, proper old school. But he was but doing. He was true gentleman. He, like, he wasn't doing too much. He was doing RBW, doing an occasional promotion here and there. Mm. And I met him through RBW from, mm. uh, when I, I worked the UK Pitbulls at that show. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. I was with a, a tag team called High Voltage and worked the UK <laughs> Pitbulls. And the week prior to that, Psycho Steve gave me a black eye in training. Mm. So I was. I told her I went out there and cut a promo saying the UK Pitbulls did this to me and I'm going to get them. And I took the UK Pitbulls finishing yeah, move. Yeah. Loved you know, I loved the UKP. They were brilliant. Anyway, um, so I met Maya to that show and we we battered the shit out of each other. Mm. We had a battle royale. Went over the top. Was brought in outside the ring. <laughs> threw me into a wall. Yeah. And went backstage. Shook hands. Was like oh, that was really cool, man. And then we got chatting. And it was only when I started booking that I started giving him regular spots and he'd yeah, come yeah. down and work and work and work for me. And he used to come down all the time. And because he was regularly working for LPW and MPW, that's what started getting his face out there on the scene again. Yeah. And then he's gone on from strength to strength from there. So I kind of, I'm kind of quite proud of him because I kind of, get yeah, you know, reintroduced him, a reintroduced bit. him to the to the thing. Not not that he was ever away. Keith's always worked, yeah. but I just gave him more regular. Yeah. Exposure, well, I tell you, you know? the thing that always surprised me about Keith was, I I wrestled him a couple of times. Hmm. Couple of show matches with him, and I I always really enjoyed working with him because it was always tight. a lot of fun. Tight, but yeah, it's tight. He's old school tight. He's old school tight, it. but like you, I completely trusted him. Like you would always trust him to do a thing the right thing. Yeah. But the fact is, I met him a number of times, but I was always amazed he remembered who I was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you're always like you're often doing all these things, and like, but I'm, you know, I'm just this sort of like rinky dink wrestler at like a couple of promotions in the Midlands. You were never little. 
No, that's all right. I was a fat rinky dink. <laughs> um, but he, he was such a good guy, such a great worker. Well, he was a nice, he was a nice guy. He was, a, and he was a, a nice guy off stage as well. You know, and he got in the ring and he just turned it up. To the yeah, heaven, yeah, you know, and he was brilliant. And he was, he could do comedy as well. You know, you get him out there as a nasty bastard, or you mm. can get him in there as the as a comedic heel. Just so good. And I remember the the my the reason I say Keith Might, even though I've only ever worked him once, twice if you include the Rumble, but mm. once. Because me and me and Maya built up a storyline over two years, where we threatened to fight each other, and we never did. Yeah. And then um, when he took your championship, if you remember. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. And then he was undefeated, and then we built up this match over twelve months. Mm. The, the match between me and Mad Mike and Keith Myatt. and we did lots of things, and we did it across different promotions mm-hmm. as well. We didn't just keep it to LPW. We we. Went on the we went on UKFF we went on forums we went to different promotions where we were, where we worked on the same card but then yeah. dissed each other you know we used to diss each other when we were off on different promotions not working the same mm. ones so we built this up over twelve months and we had one match and I and I have never ever been defeated by Keith Myatt <laughs> <laughs> just you know Keith Myatt nil Mad Mike one yeah and when I saw him at the Charity Retire, show undefeated yeah, yeah. I, I said to him I said I would love to give mm. you a win I'd love to just wrestle you just once yeah just one more and he said he'd, he'd arrange it but hasn't gone around to Ship, it ships have passed the so yeah yeah but he's a great guy so, so, I love so sorry so your top five then are Chris Stone Chris Stone Chris Charisma mm-hmm. yourself uh, Keith Myatt Afrolady yeah good work yeah. as well yeah all, yeah all, 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 all five of them amazing workers <laughs> yeah they are really good workers yeah um, you're only as good as the person you get in the ring with though that's true. I mean, you know, if I, if I, I, you know, I'm sure if I got in the ring with, you know, a few of the other guys, I reckon that um, we would have an okay match, but it wouldn't be mm. a great match. And I think, you know, you you got to gel, and with all chemistry. guys have gelled. Yeah, it's got to be that chemistry there. I, I would agree. There was a certain chemistry that mm. um, you could get with certain workers. I mean, I say the same. I think you know, if I was give my top five, again, Chris Stone, because it yep. was always good fun, and you could get away with so much stuff. Uh, Jekyll, Jekyll, yeah. I never uh, worked. Never worked Jekyll. Loved working Jekyll. It was. It would be hard, and he would be like brutal. But it was, You knew you were going to get a good. Well, match you know, he was brutal, but safe. Yeah, yeah. And you'd always get a good match over. I was supposed to wrestle him at the Welsh Tour. <clears throat> yes. You had to cancel the first yeah. show. Um, I'd probably then say uh, yourself, because we, we had some really good fun. Really good. We had good fun. Yeah. Um, a weird one, which I always in my head always sort of springs up. But uh, I, I had a couple of matches with him. Daniel Bryan. No, 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 I met him. I never really working with the thing, but no, Andy Shoes. Oh, Andy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to like working Andy Shoes. I don't think I ever There's worked. a big Did heel and a smaller, younger guy. We yeah. actually had some really good little angles and stuff. So oh, I actually Andy was a nice guy as well. Yeah, he was. Um, I really struggled for that five because he's like you said, there's so many. But uh, Remy was uh, not not necessarily the best work in the world, but he was a nice guy, and and you could pull a good match out of it. Oh, gangster! I was just saying gangster. That's yeah. what I, I was actually. Do you know what I was just thinking? There was something there. There was a match. There's there's a couple of guys in my head that I'm really sort of like I was throwing around. And yeah, like, yeah. There was gangster. Yeah. His dad Ronin. I actually had some really good matches with Ronin. Well, yeah. I mean, me and me and Ronin. I think we had. I think we only had one <clears> match, and uh, it didn't work very well. Mm. But yeah. Because I don't think Roni wanted a job to me, and I didn't want a job to Roni. <laughs> it's just like clash of yeah, we don't yeah. want, we don't want a job to each other. Yeah. It's just a double DQ. Be all right. uh, the scrappy bastard versus the stubborn bastard. Yeah, that's it, <laughs> Nobody's yeah. going to. Which one am I? Yeah, <laughs> take your pick. Oh, okay. Um, I think I'm stroppy. Yeah, stubborn, definitely. But um, 
No, and there was other guys as well. I'm, I'm struggling to remember the names. There was a, there was a, um, oh, we met them doing some. I'm so annoyed. I can't remember them. We brought them in. Or you brought them in for LPW, but we met them through some other promotions. He was a copper and um, Neil. Oh, enforcer. Enforcer. Mm. Loved working with him. Oh yeah, I, I worked with him a few worker. times. He was a, he was a great guy, and I really enjoyed working working him. So uh, there were so many guys I enjoyed. It was it was a good good time. Um, I'm glad I'm retired or you know now because we kind of retired. Yeah, it's one of those things. I'm, I, I wouldn't go back. I mean, best, you know, of, best of five. Yeah, we keep saying it, but I think this is going to show that you and mm. I have we've got experience. We've we've been around the block. I mean, and there's other there's, just looking back on this, there were names that kept cropping up. Like, do you remember Hugh Mungus? Loved Hugh. Hugh was yeah. amazing, and he was one of my first matches, my early matches as yep. well. And I, he was I awesome. worked Hugh. Worked Hugh a couple of times. Um, he was doing a German gimmick at the time. Herman. Herman. Yeah, and he was. It was. Oh no, no, he wasn't. No, 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 it wasn't. Oh gosh, I've forgotten what his name is now. It wasn't Herman. I just remember being a, a, a big German character that he didn't talk. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the angle was me. I was I was gobbing off against Psycho Steve, saying. I'm bigger than you. I'm going to squash you. I'm going to basically pummel you. And he said, "Well, I've got some." He said, "Like you know, you might be. Well, I've got something bigger than you." And I was sort of like, you know, and then Hugh comes out, and you're just like, "Whoa!" I was like six two, about twelve hundred pounds. That was huge. Oh, he was. He was. Yeah, he was a but, big uh, guy. Was Mark, wasn't he? Was yeah, he was. He was a lovely, lovely bloke. I remember that when we when we did shows at the AT Seven Centre in Coventry, there was a KFC. There was a KFC. There was a there was a, there was a, a Pizza Hut or something like that. And there was a couple mm. of takeaways basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, everyone would always dash off and get their sort of like, you know, whatever. And I remember getting back and Hugh was sat there with, <laughs> to himself, family bucket, KFC. And if you went near it, it would look at you like, touch my chicken, touch my chicken, break your face. <laughs> I, I, traveled, I remember travelled with, uh, I travelled with him once down to, we did a show up here and then I travelled down with him to go to a Hamelock show. Mm. Did a Hamelock show with him and uh, I worked him at the Hamelock show. And he was just a lovely guy, and chatting to him the entire journey going down about him and his life, and it's like, wow. I mean, this is the important... Mark, Mark Kent. Yes, that was it, yeah. yeah. But this, I mean, this is the important thing, to take out of all this. I mean, for all the, you know, all the work that went back on in the ring, you know, mm. all the hits you took, all the whatever, all the angles and that, backstage was, was actually a really good laugh. Yeah. Like, really enjoyed it. And there was some really good... We had a bit of a... I'm not going to call this the click, but we had a really good group... Yeah, that regularly hung out. We did all the promotion. We did I, all I, the, the, I kissed most people. You did, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I was thinking about sort of the other thing I was thinking about is the stuff we did, like especially Sister, when we promoted the hell out of that for no other purpose, for no reason. <laughs> Toka got bit. No, it was me that got bit. You got bit. I got bitten. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put my hand through a letterbox, and there was a fucking Jack Russell or something on the other side. It bit my mm. fingers. Little shit. But um. Toker, another guy that, that I would never work with again in my life. Oh, he tried to glass me at an SCW show. Well, this is what or I was... This, SWA, this I is, was. Yeah, but this is, this is something to make clear. And it will come clear, I think, when we talk about 90s wrestlers in a bit. Yeah. Um, there are two kinds of people, really, I think, that get into the wrestling industry. There are... Well, no, I'd, say, I'd say that, yeah, there are those that take it serious and want to be safe and see that it's an entertainment yeah. that involves a certain level of athleticism... But understand that you're only, like you said, you're only as good as as ha- you're only as good as how safe you are with your opponent. Yeah. And then there are others that just want to go out and be like, "Look at me, mm. I'm brutal, I'm extreme," and you know, or they want to be they're the number one. And and Toka was definitely in that camp of, 
I'm going to do something to outmatch everybody. Do you know, even if it, even if he didn't tell people. So the, the the examples I can always think of him turning up with a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire, and going, "Look, we're going to do this," and then basically trying to. Yeah, bat- not even running it through the promotion. Those, no, no, just turn way, up no, with just it. Just turn up with it. All, or the just, fact he tried to bully you into doing a, a strap match. It, not with you, oh. but he kept trying to push you and was like, I want to do this match, I want to do this match, I want to do this match. It was like a dog collar match or a strap match or something. Yeah, but I think I think I was always open to it, and that's the thing about it. I was always open you to ideas. You were open to ideas. And I would, if I said no, I would tell you why yes. I say no. But it um, wasn't like, but he'd never give you like advance note. He'd, he'd, he'd turn, turn up, up with a it. chain and be like, I'm going to do a strap match or a chain match tonight. I think, the, like, I think, it, I think it was Leicester when he put the razor. That was razor, what I was going to say. Yeah. We did a show where we ended up having to cancel the show. But taking down the ring, someone cut their hand because he'd hit a razor blade that he was, and he was going to do a blade job to explain. He was going to cut his forehead to get blood. On a, and family, ha- on a family show. And on a family show and hadn't told anybody. Not even me, which was the... Promoter. Yeah. So they were the two people you get. And I think, as you can see, all the people we have gushed over and, and talked very favourably about are very much in that first camp. They all knew yeah, it was yeah. entertainment and they all knew it was about being a, a good worker. And to be a good worker, you work... With people, I think that's mm. that's the important thing. Um, I don't think Toka was necessarily a bad worker. He could work. Toka could work. He could, do, he could do a match. He could do a match. He could hold himself together. I think Toka, Toka's problem was the, the attitude that he brought to the. He ring. was selfish. Yeah, and uh, and he and he was he was out out, out for himself at yeah. the end of the day. So or, or out for my wife. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. sorry altogether. Yeah, that that was. Behind the scenes, let's save, let's save that. Let's not give everything away. No, no, let's, no. Let's, let's save some of that for the biography. The biography, think, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mad Mike story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't see that coming. The Mad Mike story. <laughs> um. So really, I mean, that's us. I mean, that's that's, that's a very sort of high level sort of view of. The, there's so many anecdotes, so many stories. Well, we, I mean, could, like, we could do an entire uh, podcast but, based on that. Yeah, but I think it goes to show that you know we have an insight into a lot of what goes on in the ring. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not. I'm not trying to spout that we were ever the top level, not by a bloody million miles, but we also get the egos and the politics that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, um, I'm actually going to give two more, just two more quick things, just to point out of ideas. Like, so we never really got paid to do this. No, just to be clear, uh, if you went after some of the promotions, you sometimes get your expenses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, we, but I never okay. did it for pay. No, and okay, I never occasionally did. you'd get if you're booked for like a certain show, you'd get paid something. Yeah, but but, but that's few and far between. But again, there were other like, there were like a Dixon couple. Used to pay yeah, exactly. You know. If they had the money or they wanted to, then if they had, I got paid. I think I've only got paid on two shows, mm. and both of those were holiday camp shows or like there was yeah, where, yeah, where they had the money to do it. But I'd never expect a promoter to pay me. It was never my purpose. But I do remember that. that Talking about egos and stuff, there were certain wrestlers that actually felt that they could hold the promotion hostage mm. for pay. Mm. I'm not going to name names because I don't think it really matters. But no. it was an interesting. They didn't work for us much longer. No, they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> but it was an interesting scenario where indie guys that were okay, good, but they'd really inflate their own ego, and there was a hell of a lot of ego. So the point really is, at this level, even at this level, we're doing working man's clubs. Social clubs, small local. Land Rover Centre. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Was that, was that about nine hundred people? We got some good crowds, but what yeah. point is that we were still a small, yeah, local promotion. Yeah. But there were still egos. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So if you now escalate that, and let's go to the nineties, if mm. you now escalate that to some of the guys involved in the nineties, it's no wonder 
some of the shit that went down in the late 90s went down. That's it, cut, cut. Okay, so we're going to put a little bit of a pin in it there. Um, Mike and I went on to talk for a long, long, long time. So I thought I'd split this into two episodes. Um, I hope you've enjoyed learning something about Mike and I's past, um, about the, the experiences we've had in our professional wrestling career, which on the smaller scale, on the indie circuit, um, was a lot of fun and uh, we may have uh, collected a few bumps and scrapes and bruises along the way, but I don't think I'd change much of it. Um, so come back next week or next episode and we will be discussing uh, the full-on 90s wrestling from the neon craziness of the early 90s to the Monday Night Wars and the Attitude Era and eventually the, the collapse of uh, WCW. Uh, so thank you for listening and I hope to see you soon if you want to make contact uh, I'm uh, on Twitter at 20th Century Geek uh, I'm on Gmail so please email me with any questions or uh, any suggestions of anything you want which is 20th Century Geek at gmail.com uh, and I'm on Facebook uh, which is just Facebook uh, slash uh, 20th Century Geek so uh, please come and seek me out and uh, check out some of the previous uh, episodes on iTunes, subscribe, leave us a five-star review if you want, uh, or or not, just give us any feedback. Uh, all of it is uh, will be happily received. Okay, see you guys later. Yeah.